welcome to Miss Checkpoints, the video game book club podcast. Today we're wrapping up our discussion of Doom 2016. I'm your host Marcus and joining me today as always are the homies. First off we have Dante. What's good guys? And last but not least we have Greg. Yup. So uh, if you've noticed we're missing Trevor. Uh, fortunately he was a little uh, preoccupied so he wasn't able to join us today but uh, he he's here with us in spirit in hell, right? Um, so let's, let's, let's wrap up this Doom 2016. So I think when we last left off was chapter six, we've, we played the first, no, chapter seven. Um, and we kind of said that we were going to talk about the story in this, in this episode. So we can kind of go back a little bit and just kind of lay down the, lay down the plot and where we're at so far. So this is straight off the wiki. Um, basically, you're in a research facility on Mars that's owned by the Union Aerospace Corporation, a.k.a. the UAC, and it is um, run by the facility director, Samuel Hayden, who he basically is an android now. He was a human, and he basically had his brain implanted into an android body after he lost his original body to brain cancer. So, um, he's, I think he's a hundred plus years old at this point, but like he's in a body, uh, android body. So it's all, it's all good now. Uh, but basically the researchers at the UAC facility are attempting to draw energy from hell and, uh, alternate dimension that's inhibited inhabited by demons and they're basically using it to... Do you think that energy is clean energy? I think it's pretty <laughs> dirty. <laughs> um, in order to solve an energy crisis on Earth. Um, and they're using this thing called the Argent Tower, which basically siphons the energy and allows you to, or individuals to travel to and from hell, from this tower in Mars, on Mars. Um, Hayden has led multiple expeditions into hell, and he's brought back ca- captive demons and artifacts to study. And one of the artifacts that they brought back was the sarcophagus containing the Doom Slayer, along with his Praetor suit, which the demons imprisoned after his earlier rampage that he had through Hell. And that is kind of where you start off. So I don't know if you remember, but um, you start off uh, basically about to be killed by some demons after they've opened up your sarcophagus. And I guess you've come back to. And uh, so that's where the game starts, which you, you know, finding your Praetor suit and then starting this newest rampage. Um, And the reason why is because the facility has been invaded by demons after one of the key UAC scientists, Olivia Pierce, made a pact with the demons and opened a portal to hell. And basically Sam, or Hayden, releases the Doomslayer from his sarcophagus to basically... repel the demonic invasion and close the portal uh you recover your predator suit and fight your way through the overrun facility making several excursions into hell along the way um i believe at this point at the first part of the game we um we had just gotten back from the initial uh trip to hell and uh I guess along the way, you recover a magical blade, the Crucible, and you use that to destroy the portal's power source, and we can uh, stop right there, uh, kind of pick up from there. 
So um, where we're picking up is basically after your first trip to hell. And um, I think at this point we've all basically met every single fodder enemy at this point. And so combat is as complex as it's going to get. They, I mean, they, they add higher difficulty enemies later on and or you know like multiple of this tier of enemy but combat is pretty much uh you've seen all the enemies that you can fight did you still did you play on that same difficulty the entire time greg yeah and did you 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 said you were going to pick up dante um did you which difficulty did you pick up at i did ultra violence i believe ultra violence and you said the one right above normal Okay, and you said you played just the first couple of missions just to get like a get back into the swing of things? Yeah, just kind of get a feel for the game and whatnot. So I think I played up to mission three or four. Mission three or four. Okay, cool, cool. So, But I've uh, previously beaten the game just to... You know. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Greg, um, one of the craziest things to me in this game was we played basically half the game on our first part, and then the second part is when they start throwing boss fights. And it kind of threw me off guard, because, like, when we got halfway through the game, I was thinking, like, oh, there's no boss fights? Okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm expecting... At this point, like, what is your expectations for how combat is going to go? Because we've seen, like, I don't know, 14... You know, like, 12 to 14 different enemies, and they haven't thrown any bosses at all in the first seven chapters. So what were you thinking, like... I know for me, I was thinking, oh, I'm going to have to fight Pierce at some point and maybe like some crazy ancient demon thing. And that's really it. Well, I I definitely thought at some point there was going to be bosses. I just didn't know when. I didn't know if there was going to be one final boss, if there's going to be multiple. Um, but I figured they had to ratchet it up at some point. And I guess they kind of do even outside of the boss encounters because, um, they really start piling on like the enemy numbers, like towards the second half right? of the game. <laughs> and it is cool because I mean, even I don't, I mean, you guys are playing on a harder difficulty than me, but for sure, like on the difficulty I was at, I was down a bunch, like, you know, and, and part of that was cause I wasn't really using the portals very well. So there's times where, um, I guess they were the portals at the beginning part of the game. They no. Weren't. So that was something that they added. Um, um, what he's talking about is these arena fights that we had been fighting. Um, they were this second half of the game. They started adding portals. So you could basically almost like basically like like the game portal, and there would be like two different portals. It'd be like a blue color coordinated portal and like a red one. And if you just walk into the red portal, then you'll just appear at the other end, some other place on the map on in the arena, and like it was very disorienting but it was like it was how they were able to add a lot of verticality that they otherwise I don't feel like would have been able to have in some of these later arena fights I don't know if that's something that you noticed yeah totally like and they uh they really helped with me because uh one of the issues I would have is you trying to run around and like trying trying to manage the crowd and sometimes you'll just point like paint yourself in the corner and just don't realize it um so usually in situations like that uh i would try and look for the nearest portal to try and like or i would position myself pretty close to it so if things got bad 
I could kind of use that to get a little bit of space and try and reorient myself. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it was super useful. Um, I was having the same thing, especially when it was those bigger enemies, where yeah. it was like those dudes were really, real like chasing you and it was like i could go into a portal and get like a quick breather because they would be able to they don't go through the portal but they track you down and they know exactly where you are when you go through a portal so yeah. they're like you know like they're at the bottom of the map you go through a portal you're now at the top they're going to figure out a way to get up to you so you it, it, you know you have like maybe five or five to ten seconds of like cool i can kind of regather myself and you know maybe pick up some ammo or some health and then i'm back into it one of the things, um, I, I kept dying a lot too, and I, I ended up getting a little bit stingy, and I'm and interested to know if you guys had the same experience where I would see where the power-up is in every arena, and I would think like, okay, I'm going to use that when I, you know, like, it's not time, it's not time, it's not time, and then by the time... was like a super meter? What do you mean? Like in a fighting game. Yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. I, I never thought about, like, a fighting game, but yeah, exactly, where it's like, it's not time to use this, it's not time to use this, and then I, like, kill everybody, and then the arena's done, and I never use the power-up. Did you did you have that happen, or were you always, like, beelining straight for it? I usually ran straight for it, or I, it depends on how many enemies are out there. So, like, I'm going to see, like, kind of the, you know, the fodder enemies... I might not rush for it um, and try and wait until some of the bigger, like, you know, uh, bigger kinda, enemies come show yeah. up. Yeah. So it just kind of depends on, like, how the arena starts out. It, when I when I got to levels where I consistently, like, if I kept dying or running into a, I, I would kind of like, okay, I'm going to kill these first couple of waves of enemies. And once I start seeing this enemy, then I'm going to pick up the power up. But it was only after I had died a couple times that I started to, like, have a strategy for when I was going to do that. Because otherwise, I it seemed like I never picked it up. And it's not because I didn't want to, but I just, I wanted to make sure I used it when I needed it, you know? Isn't there, and I forgot to look at the skill tree, but isn't there something that kind of makes the power-ups last longer once you, uh, there is. Once you go in there? Okay, there so is. I didn't get that yet, so. And then it also caused it to, to have an effect afterwards, so like when the meter goes down, there's a power-up or uh, a, uh, ability that you can add to the suit that when, the, when you run out of the power-up, you give off like a burst of energy around you that damages the enemies as well. I think the only thing that I got was um, as soon as you pick up the power up, it it gives you full health. Um, oh, so I gotcha. think that was the only thing, the only tier of it that I got. Gotcha. Did you not do a lot of the collectibles in this game? Nah, I mean I, I found some just kind of walking around. At a certain point, I did unlock the ability that uh, your compass pulses when you get close to secrets. Yeah, yeah. So I was starting to find some in the later half of the game, but. Early on, for for sure, and nah, I was just kind of beelining it. It's kind of crazy. Any of those secret rooms? Uh, a few of them. You did? Wait, he's talking about the the. You're talking about the old Doom levels, right? Oh no, nah, I didn't get that. Now, did did you find any Dante? I found one. Yeah, so I found one in my game too. I I, I didn't find any in the second half of the thing, and I and I had the um. That, that ability that you talked about with the secrets, that was like the very first upgrade, that tree path that I took. So I had that from like the third level on. And 
I never found those secret rooms. I don't think those are considered secret per se. I don't. That's for more like collectibles and the energy thingies. For the it's for the it's for the dolls and for the um, the thing that you can increase your health shield or um, yeah 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 that thing. But I mean, even looking at the map too, like the map. If you, because I was constantly going into the map to make sure I didn't miss any secrets from one area to the next, and it it was it had everything. It, it the map told you where suit upgrades were it told you where runes those like room challenge rooms were it told you where like collectible um what are those things uh the the power-ups and the armor collectible things are so it it gave you a lot of information but it didn't tell you where those secret things were those secret rooms so one thing i noticed that um when we were talking about the arenas and stuff you said you were dying constantly did you ever get frustrated me or greg you um, I would say, so the last, the last level I was playing and the way they have the level set up is there's three, there's a main objective and there's three sub objectives to that accomplish that main objective. It's basically like, oh, you need to destroy the energy, three pieces of energy to this one big thing. And you every single one has an arena associated with it where you have to clear out an arena before you can continue. And the second arena for me in that one was particularly difficult and I maybe retried about a dozen or 15 times and I wasn't frustrated. I was more so like like I was I was dying but it was mostly out of my own carelessness. So I, you were getting exhausted. You you were running into the Dark Souls problem. It sounds like it was like specifically. Where you're like, run that back, run that back, run exactly. That back. Yes, yes. Yeah. The salty, like, I just, one more, one more, one more. And it, it was specifically the the acid little. I don't remember what the enemy, the fat ones. It was the acid one where he would shoot at me, and I wouldn't even pay attention to where he's shooting at. And I'm because I'm dealing with everybody else around me and then all i know is my character he's dead and like you know every time you die depending on how you die you see the animation happen of how you died and i they're pretty good i melted into acid so many times and like it was mostly just being overwhelmed by the sheer amount of enemies that i had to fight and so it wasn't necessarily like oh i was messing up or it was mostly like i need to make sure i have enough ammo and i have to be aware of where everything is around me because there's so many enemies so it, it it was mostly that was the the hardest section for me was that last that last level that that took me the longest amount of retry or the most amount of retries did, did you have any sections like that greg where you just got super overwhelmed and it was just like banging your head against um so there's one section I can't remember the state, like the mission name, but you're riding on a train to try and shut down. Oh yeah. So <laughs> I forgot about that one too. <laughs> so I died there at least like seven or eight times, and it was just because I would get to the, I'd be fighting, and then you'll get down to the bottom to try and clear out some enemies, and I'll just get stuck there, just getting hit by one enemy then another enemy then another enemy before you know it i'm out of health and i gotta like start over again um so yeah there's like a bunch of deaths there but like 
once I started kind of managing like my BFG ammo um, and trying to like max, because I was kind of like wasting shots sometimes on single enemies and not waiting till the groups got kind of like clustered together and trying to use it then. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was just most of my deaths came from me messing up more than, you know, the game just being too hard. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I had this complaint that I had messaged Dante privately um, earlier on when we started our second playthrough where I had a particular gripe with you guys in the first episode where you guys were saying that the guns felt balanced and uh, I forgot exactly the, the way you guys had said it, but you basically to the extent of like every gun seems good. And then I'm like, I don't know if it's a difficulty thing or what, but like these guys are talking about these guns feel balanced and that could not be further from the truth in my experience. Whereas like, there's no way I'm going to use this gun or this gun because it takes so many shots to kill this enemy. And it, it got to the point where like I upgraded my weapons, you know, two maybe three times and i feel like my guns are doing no damage to these enemies and i couldn't tell if it was because it was a way to display like how mighty these bad guys were because they're not even flinching at me unloading these fully maxed out weapons on them or if it was just a matter of like the difficulty and then them just like not reacting in the same way on the harder difficulty but it got a little bit better in the back half of this game because I, I at a certain point it was just kind of like I because the way you guys made it seem like was and I don't know if I'm projecting but you guys could use any weapon on any enemy and you would have like a relatively easy time but there was just so many weapons where it took so many shots with like a pistol to kill certain enemies or like even with my upgraded machine gun my heavy assault rifle, it took so many shots with this gun to kill this enemy that it was like, why even waste that ammo? I I wouldn't say that every weapon is useful, but, well, not against every enemy. Like, there's just some, like, you're not gonna use the machine gun against the, uh, whatever the Cyclops-looking thing is. Like, you're not gonna... Like shield, dude. Yeah, stuff like that. I mean, there's... There's definitely like times where I am switching out weapons pretty pretty often just because just for different reasons like maybe I want to try and use a machine gun to take out some of the smaller enemies from further out then I'll swap back to the machine not machine gun but like the combat shotgun once I get closer to somebody else you know but it I wouldn't say that they all work well it's just kind of like they all complement each other I guess or at least that's kind of how I feel about it I definitely felt like they complimented each other. It was just like, it got to the point for me where it was like, this thing is fully upgrade. Like, cause the way the upgrade system worked was like, not only do you have to buy every single upgrade, but then you have to complete this specific objective to unlock this additional thing to max it out. And so like I maxed out my, uh, shotgun and I maxed out my assault rifle and I maxed out the pistol. Um, and so when I was, uh, and the rocket launcher, And when I was using the assault rifle and the shotgun, because I usually always tried to have one or two of those weapons as a weapon in my uh, set, I guess you could say. You know, you could only carry two weapons at a time. Yeah. Or, you know, you could only swap between two weapons. Were you? Huh. What do you mean? I guess PC is a little bit different. Well, I mean, I played on PC, but I used the controller. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so you so have like, to use a weapon wheel? Yeah, so what I would have to do is you would tap... Well, I mean, I'm playing with the PS4 controller, but you would tap triangle, and you could only swap between the two weapons. And if you held triangle down, then you would pull up the, the weapon wheel, and time would slow down a little bit, like the, the game would slow down a little bit, and you could switch weapons. And what it would do is it would... So say, for example, I have a pistol and a shotgun, and I'm I'm carrying the pistol. That's the weapon that I'm using. And if I uh, do the weapon wheel, pull that up, and switch to the rocket launcher, I would basically it would equip the rocket launcher. But then when I tap the switch button, it would be the pistol. So it would be the pistol and rocket launcher now instead of the pistol and shotgun. And um, so I usually tried to make sure one of the two of the weapons was uh, either my the the main shotgun. Or the or the uh, heavy assault rifle because those were the ones that I had upgraded where they did the most amount of damage, and it would just be so like I would feel so let down when I'm like unloading like this the my assault rifle was supposed to do bonus damage when I get headshots and I'm just unloading on this person's head and they just like I just get charged and it's like. I've wasted, not wasted, but I use like 60 bullets. I use, you know, 60 bullets and you're still alive. And it's just like, what is like, I, you know, like it's part of the difficulty and these enemies are like really huge and everything, but it was just like, dang, like, what was the point? Like, <laughs> especially when it was like, I mean, obviously you have less ammo, but the rocket launcher against some enemies, it was just like, why would I not use the rocket launcher in this situation? It's just so much quicker to kill somebody. Just things like that. Especially when I found out, like, I didn't realize this, but we were talking about this beforehand, but the there's two different shotguns. There's um, the normal, I guess, combat shotgun, and then the super shotgun. There is, they share ammo. There's the plasma rifle, which was my favorite gun. And then the gauze cannon, which shared the same ammo. And then the heavy assault rifle and the chain gun also shared ammo. So, three, two sets, I think you could carry like eight guns, and about uh, three of them, or six of them, share the same ammo. So it was like, you had to choose a lot of times, especially later on in the game, when it was like, you were fighting these huge arena fights. A lot of times you had to choose between one or the other weapon, because you weren't going to have enough ammo to like do a dent with both of them. So you had to like make your make your mind up which one you wanted to use. Did you feel like any of the like I guess for lack of a better term, upgraded weapons kinda invalidate the other one? For instance, like do you feel like the minigun kinda invalidates the like heavy machine gun? Do you think that co- the super shotgun kinda invalidates combat shotgun? Because I the only time I felt that way was with the uh super shotgun. Uh, I feel like once you level that up um, and where you reload it faster, I feel like there's kind of not much of a point to use the other shotgun. Or at least it felt like that would be. <laughs> and I felt the other way because I was the upgrade I used with the shotgun was the one that shot the uh, like the grenade. Yeah. And I used that all the time on those imp enemies, the smaller enemies, because they would one-shot them. So I would never use the combat shotgun because it was when i had the shotgun out i wasn't using it at the shotgun range i was using the grenade part of it uh, okay so like i never really used the shotgun as a shotgun i always used the alt fire for it and then um 
I always had a scope on my machine gun. So, like, I, later on, I added the missiles thing, but I tried to use and didn't really know how to use it. So, I just switched back to the other attachment. Um, I'm trying to think for the other things. The rocket launcher, like... Um, oh, the, the, the gauze cannon. So, that one was really cool because I didn't realize how powerful it was until... Yeah. Um, uh, so the, the the upgrade I got for it was the siege mode, which you would basically make it stationary, and it would shoot like a huge, powerful burst. And that was really good when you could get set up. But otherwise, it was just like I I never had the ability to in an arena get set up. So oftentimes I was using the rocket launcher instead because I could lock on on the on the run with that, and it would do just as much damage. I think if you fully level up that uh, that railgun with the siege mode, mm-hmm. I think you can you use can. it on the move. Yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, I I tried to, and it just it felt really weird, and I was just like, eh. And then the thing too, I really liked that gun, but the plasma rifle had a alt fire that allowed you to stun enemies. Yeah. And so I always used that, so I was always low on ammo for the gauze cannon. <laughs> so it, it it was like um. It, yeah, a lot of like I said, a lot of times it felt like you had to choose either or, because you weren't going to be able to use both for for too long. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, did I have any other issues with the the combat stuff? I mean, like, I, so I re- go ahead. I was going to say when you messaged me, I remember you complaining about the shotgun being too weak. Did did your opinion change over time? I. Or? Yes and no. Like, I after I was thinking, like, after talking to you about it, and I, I kind of just was like, well, like, it is the second gun you get in this game, and these enemies are ridiculously large in comparison to you, so I guess it makes sense that they're not, like, flinching. And even when I, like, I, I fully upgraded after talking to you, and, like, they, they started to stumble a little bit when i was using the alt fire and stuff but i kind of just told myself like this gun is strong these enemies it's just like i, I kind of just convinced myself it's the difficulty that i'm on and that that's had more to do with it than the I, guns being i think weak. doom is just a different shooter than what you're used to where the shotgun it's powerful it's just powerful in a different way than you're used to in most shooters where like most shooters, it will knock somebody over or, you know, yeah, stagger yeah. them. Whereas here, it kills them quick, but you kind of have to just strafe around them and hit them a couple yeah, times. Yeah, so, like, and, and I think part of it, too, was me maybe not approaching the enemies in the right way. Like, the, so the fat enemies, I do they have a weak point? Like, a point you're supposed to focus on? Not that I know of. Because I didn't either, but you did you know those ones that charge at you? They do, the 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 four legged creature. Oh, they! I didn't know that either. Yeah, so they run at you because you're shooting at their head, and you see that same like. I always it looks like a fighting game block animation, right? Like the little like white orb thing that pops up. Yeah. So that it made me think they're armored or shielding. So when I first was playing this game, I was thinking it wasn't doing any damage, but I just realized they're taking reduced damage. But that for that four-legged animal, when it charges at you, you just side strafe it and it runs into the wall, and then you can just shoot it in its back. And its back when you shoot it in its back, it's not armored and it takes full damage. 
And so, like, I when I figured that out, like, I shot two shotgun shots in its back, and I killed it. And I was like, oh, so, like, this gun is strong. I, I It made me think of uh, the the enemies and uh, Halo. I can't think of their, the... Hunters? Yes, the Hunters, where they have, like, that huge armor, and you can just unload a ton of ammo on them, but if you shoot at their weak spot... Which is, this sounds so stupid. Of course there's a weak spot in enemies and, and shooters. But it wasn't until I realized, like, where it was that I could see how powerful the gun actually was. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's one of those things, just... Once you figure out the weak point... It sounds so stupid, it. because, like, all... like. Only those two enemies were the only two that were really shielded or had any type of armor. All the other enemies took the full damage. And so technically, the complaint I have would still apply to those other enemies. But when I saw how much damage I could do on the armored enemies and their weakened spot, I was like, oh, this gun is strong. These enemies just take a crap ton of damage. And then I was just kind of like fine with it from there, which is really stupid. But that's what my lizard brain was telling me. You had to make it your head cannon. Basically, yeah, yeah. And I, and I even started seeing, too, once I had, like, leveled up the shotgun all the way and using the alt fire, even those big enemies that jump at you, those, like, two-legged ones that run at you and all that, like, I could shoot, an, like, a shotgun shot and an alt fire shot, and they would stumble. And, like, just seeing that, like, helped me out so much. Like, just seeing, like, oh, they're, like, because you could visually see the damage they're taking, and their skin is peeling, and they're bleeding, and all this stuff. But, like, being able to see them, like, in a weakened sense was, like, a morale booster, if you will, where it was like, oh, like, I'm I'm actually a badass, too. You know? <laughs> like, I'm doing some damage. I'm putting in some work. <sighs> well, um... So I got a question. Go this is kind of a little bit of an aside, but last time, um, did we talk about the challenges at all? Just like the general challenges per level challenges? I, I don't I think, think we did a little yeah, I don't think Oh, no, not the challenges. I'm thinking of the, uh, what are those things you find and they take you to a different area? To, yeah. I, I don't I'm think just talking about like the level like, specific The first one ones. that I remember is kill two enemies with one shotgun shot. That was one I had on level two yeah so we didn't talk about those and i was just kind of surprised that we didn't touch on those and i think those are um awesome those are pretty cool and i was wondering if you guys went out of your way to do any of them or um did you just kind of ignore them um i didn't go out of my way to do them but if they if i saw them and i would try and do them but i guess i wasn't like actively trying too hard to go. I guess that's, that's a bad way, weird way of saying it. But anyway, yeah, I wasn't going too hard. And they give you incentive to do it because you get, like, upgrades, don't you? Yeah. Oh, dude, I was doing everything. So at the end of this game, I had my, my suit was entirely maxed out. My um, I had max ammo, shield, and armor. Or, uh, ammo, armor, and health. Uh, and then... I had found, I would say majority, I'd say like half of the collectible like dolls. Um, all my weapons at, at least had filled out, filled out one of the two um, upgrades you could do for them. And even like the suit, how you could have those suit upgrades. Like I, I was only missing two of those at the end of the game. So I was I was all about doing as many objectives and challenges as I could. 
And even for those um, those level ones, I tried to beat a level with at least two of the three. Ch- like, every level had three challenges, and I tried to do two at the very least. So there was some, like, specific to, like, a way you take down an enemy where it was, like, use the um, glory kill and, you know, get five airborne glory kills or whatever. And I made four different styles of, yeah, exactly. And there was even, there was some where it was like, do six or five different styles of glory kills or do this one specific type of glory kill seven times. And I would go online and look up how to do that kill. Cause like how, where I need to be positioned on the enemy to do that kill. So there was one, which was like, do the screw top one or something like that, where you had to like, I think you had to like. Is that the one where you had to like run past them and quickly turn around? Or you get behind them, you like kick them in the back of their leg, they drop to their knee, and you twist their head off or something like that. It's something like that's that. That's another thing that's really amazing about this game. Like it's, <laughs> you can be targeting certain limbs, and you'll do a different glory kill yep. depending on where your like yep. cursor is aimed. So you'll kick out his leg or like twist his arm. And then perform the execution. Yeah, for that one, you had to be aiming at their right leg. (laughs) You had to be aiming at their right leg. So yeah, there there was um there was things like that um and like ones the simple ones like there was one like find three secrets or something on this level and like that that one's super easy uh, because I was going to do this anyway. So yeah, those things were really clutch because they also tied directly to your weapon upgrades. So it was like extra incentive to do it because I wanted my weapons to be stronger. So why not do these challenges? And I also felt like they were not all of them, but a lot of them were designed to make you play better in a lot of cases. Or at least try something that might be outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, I I mean, I think all the challenges in this game were that way. Because, I mean, even the weapon-specific challenges, like, um, some of them were kind of, like, maybe a little no-brainer. So, like, the with the um, assault rifle, it was, like, in order to max it out to get the the upgraded ammo or ammunition, uh, you had to, like, kill 30 enemies with headshots. Uh, For the rocket launcher, you had to, like... To do the lock on one, you had to lock on to those those the, the, the summoners, the ones that teleport and shoot the red stuff. You know, mm-hmm. you know which one I'm talking about, Greg. Oh, sorry, what was that? You the little summoner enemies that like they teleport around and they shoot that red stuff along. That oh yeah, wave. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was an upgrade path where you had to kill six of them with locked on rocket launchers, and so like there was even those weapon ones were specific to specific enemies as well. Like the um the shotgun, the alt fire, the the one that shot the grenade, you had to kill thirty of the imp enemies, the little the the, the weakest enemies that threw the fireballs, you had to kill thirty of them with direct shots. So there there was cool things like that as well. It, it I just had this really big nostalgia moment with the game when I got to the second level and it's like kill two enemies with one shotgun shot. And I pretty much get to the first area of the game where you have a lot of these fodder enemies, and I'm just trying and trying to line them up. Do this, <laughs> yeah. And it's just it's a hard thing to do. Just the way the shotgun works, um, the burst isn't that wide. So even if you do hit one of the enemies behind the other one with a couple of the pellets, it's normally not enough to kill. So I probably reloaded that save like seven or eight times just be like run that back run that back. can i tell you something 
you got on your first try? No, 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 no. You know what it? You know what it reminds me of? What other game we've played that's done this? What's that? Bonnet Commando. And I'm oh, so because the weapons, the way you did the weapons, they had like specific things where it was like kill three enemies with a grenade, and then once you did that, then the next one would be kill four enemies with a grenade. And I had the same thing in that game, like that you had with this game, where you're like reloading a save or starting a chapter over because it's like this is the spot that i can do it at i just have to line them up just right so i can kill these three enemies with this explosive grenade or these three enemies with this explosive barrel or whatever it's i'm not saying it's as fun or as rewarding i'm it is to me but it doesn't have to be for you but i'm saying like it made me think of that and i know that was something that you didn't like in bonnet commando and i'm really i'm glad that you like it in doom that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> it, just, it just made me think, because you're like, man, you restarted to do a thing, and I'm like, I don't think I... I, I did it... I, I killed myself a couple times on purpose in this game, because I was like, I think I can't go back to this thing, and I want to go back to this thing, so let me just run off the ledge and like die to you know environment See? damage, so that way I can respawn here and then i can you know check this thing out and see when you started describing it that exact thing is what i do in ninja gaiden so that was where my mind went where you're like oh well i got i took x amount of damage in this fight and i only really oh yeah y amount of damage so i would i would restart in a heartbeat in ninja gaiden anytime like freaking fodder enemies hitting me these peasants can't spill my blood (laughs) Oh man, you you ain't lying. That's that's how it is. That's how it is. I feel bad. Like now we're gonna talk about other games. I feel bad when I get hit by fodder enemies and freaking dead cells. Now <laughs> it's the most infuriating <laughs> thing, dude. Like, like you, you're like, how gotta, dare you? You, I didn't even see your animation. I gotta tighten up, man. What am I doing? I, I took 15 damage. What am I doing? <laughs> like, see, we're going down this road. I've been playing uh, Bayonetta on PC lately, and this is like my fourth time playing the game, but like, so, I'm kind of doing the same thing, because that game grades you just like, uh, just like Ninja Gaiden does, so like, every time I do an encounter, if I don't get anything that's like, at least platinum, I almost want to just start the encounter over again, God, like. He hit me, I'm, there's no way I'm getting above a silver, <laughs> yeah. I gotta restart this entire level, <laughs> be like, man, I'm doing really good on this boss, then he does this like, 90% damage hit, and you're like, I could risk it, and try to go, but if I use this lollipop, it's going to drop my rank by two. Yeah, I don't even want to continue sometimes because I'm just like I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mess up my rank. And that <laughs> game's notorious for having those cutscenes in the middle of um, boss fights too. Yeah, not to talk too much about Bayonetta, but I remember that being like the worst thing when you, you thought you got through a boss and you're like, oh my god, I just platinum this thing, and then a random cutscene happens, and oh, I wasn't really looking at the controller and I didn't hit Y at the right time. And now it's like, oh, I'm getting an F. Yep. <laughs> oh, video games. <laughs> oh man. Um, let's 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 uh, wrangle it back into uh, Doom. So, um, we don't have to talk about. I guess we can talk specifically. How, what did you think about that first boss fight in this game, Greg? When we finally fight that first boss, I don't know if you remember. I'm trying to... I This was another thing where I specifically mentioned or 
you know, had a side conversation with Dante, and I was like, let me see exactly what I said. I, I remember, like... You said, this game reminds you of Ninja Gaiden, and I'm like... Oh, I did man, say I did just say that. completely turned heel on this game? <laughs> Let's see, what did I say? So, um... Dang. Let me go back. Okay, so... I listened... Okay. Dang. Where is the talk about the boss? Anyways, the cool thing I liked about it is um, the you fight this guy and you have to dodge. Uh, the reason why I said it reminded me of Ninja Gaiden is because you kill it and you think it's dead and then you have to fight it again. And that made me think of, the, I think it was the tanks or the helicopter, the, the tanks in Ninja Gaiden, where it's like you had to fight a tank and then you had to fight a tank boss again. But then the cool thing, the thing I liked about this was um, you basically, you're playing a shooter and you had to dodge the light blades that he threw. He shot that laser beam at you that you had to dodge and then he shot those falling missiles on you. You remember that boss now? Um, man, I gotta go look up. I'm drawing a blank on him. Because, okay, so, like, he shoots these energy blades at you, and you have to, like, jump over them or duck underneath them. And then, like... It sounds familiar. I can't remember what he looks like, though. That's the thing that's... He's just, like, some... I don't want to say generic, but generic stony demon that, uh, has a... I think he has a big sword. Or, no, he does that little, um, shield, energy shield around him. And it's like this greenish shield, and you can only hit him when the shield is gone. Oh, well, he like does. Okay, so <clears throat> I think I know what you're talking about. So, and he does like this big energy blast, and if you shoot him right while it's he, charging, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like I was really, I, I was like, man, like it's not a genre I play anymore. Like the first person shooter is not really a genre I play anymore, but. Dante had said, I really remember enjoying that boss fight. And I said, like, yeah, this 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 fight is really cool because, you know, most bosses that you fight in shooters are just, like, just bullet sponges. It's just, like, yeah. do as much damage with your guns as you can, dodge their, you know, bullet, their shots and get behind cover and everything. But this one is you literally, you're playing a first-person shooter and you have to pay attention to his attack patterns and have to dodge, like, things that are going on in the environment and I, I can't think of many shooters that I've played that you have to do that with. It's a very old school design uh, and maybe that's to kind of pay homage to like Contra. the older <laughs> well yeah and like to pay homage to like the old Doom games. I felt like there was encounters like that in the older games but I mean I, I, mean, I could be wrong because I, I don't remember like I challenge completely. Marcus to name a good shooter boss and I think we both came to the conclusion there really aren't that many. <laughs> I don't many. even, I, yeah, I don't even know if I had come with one, come up with one because, like, really, the only ones I can even think of are like, I, I think Carter is from Halo Two or whatever. And the I don't last even boss everybody hated him. The 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 thing that I liked and it, it, it may not count is the the Berserker and Gears. I remember that being super memorable for me. The first time you fight the Berserker, you probably don't you do remember. Vaguely, it's the thing that's like de- it's weak to light or something like that. I think that's what oh, the boss that, was. You have to use a hammer of dawn. Yeah, that's pretty much the solution to everything in Gears of War. So yes, <laughs> he's not mad about that. <laughs> Sorry, the, you know, if they have one of those honest trailers for Gears of War, it'd be like Locus invaded, hammer of dawn fixed it. 
And, and that's pretty much like every other Gears game, I feel like. I mean, you know... Dom's wife dies. Emma of Donner. Maria. Maria. <laughs> um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I just really, really dug the boss fight. I thought it was super, like, super unique. I It's not something I'd ever experienced in a shooter, so I was, like, super happy about how it went. Do you remember, because um, I think the other thing he did is, like, he he created, like, another cool thing he did was yep. he stomped the ground and did, like, a, a alley of stone. Like, you're fighting, basically when you fight these bosses, you're just in a big flat circle. And what he would do is he'd stomp the ground and then these rocks would come up and it would basically be, like, a straight shot between you and him. And he would just shoot energy blades at you and you had to duck and duck underneath them or jump over them and everything and like I thought that was really cool and I don't know I just really really dug this first boss I think it was my favorite boss that you fight in this game by far actually I remember not I don't I don't think I was too impressed not not to be boo-booing on it but I, I I didn't really care or think the other bosses were as cool as this boss was I don't I think oh go ahead go ahead I was going to say, uh, like, um, I'd, I'd like to say maybe I'm conflating them, but I really enjoyed the final boss, even though I know it took me a while. Is that the one in kind of like a narrow corridor situation? No. So every boss you fight is in the big arena. But I've pretty, So the final like, boss, the final boss is the spider with the brain. Okay. And well, go ahead. Oh. What I remember out of all the boss fights in this game, there is one where he shoots energy beams towards you and you kind of have to move towards him by, like, ducking and jumping over them. Yeah, that's the that's this first boss. Okay, that's the one I remember. Yeah, and that's so the one good. that makes that narrow alley that you have to, like... Yeah, yeah, that's the one. It's... it's I don't know. It's super It's super cool, boss. I really I really dug it. The, um, the second boss is, like, these... It's like this weird worm creature that's in this armor and it doesn't have a head and it has a sword and it just basically jump and lunges at you and actually this is the one that has the energy the the energy shield greg not the the first one and uh you basically shoot it and shoot it and shoot it dodge it's uh it does like an energy blast where it shoots this projectile of balls at you or around its whole body and also does the Ninja Gaiden thing where you kill it and then immediately uh, it comes back to life and it has a second one with it. But this time they don't have the energy shields, so you can just shoot them at all times. You, you can't just... Before you could only shoot them when the shield went down, but uh, now you could shoot them whenever. But it, it, it was less memorable. Like, I mean, I think that's this is the part where you get that... Uh, the Crucible, which is the, the sword that you use to kill the portal's power source. Because it's fighting you with this, I think it's fighting you with the crucible. And then the final boss is the Pierce character, uh, Olivia Pierce, and she's like transformed into this monstrous, like spider-looking creature. And this boss is, uh, she does like the the normal spider things where she tries to impale you and tries to slam on you and everything. But then she also like she has like a 
her body is on the top half, I guess you could say, and it's like a brain-looking body, and that's where you can damage. And then if you do enough damage, she flips over to the other side, which is a metal top, you know, section, and she does a lot of like shooting at you from that side, and you can't do damage to her. And then she does this attack where she spawns these pillars in the ground, and then she shocks the ground, and then you have to jump on the pillars. So you said her body was on the spider? She's like... I'm trying to see how Brothers Out of Ten this is. (laughs) And then she becomes the spider. She's one with the spider. That's... that's, Remember Brothers? Uh, Yeah, maybe you should remember. Do you think maybe that's why Trevor dipped out? He didn't want to... He knew this was coming. <laughs> He's like, he got too emotionally impacted by this brain spider. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this this boss, um, you use the. I mean, I, I, you, you have to use the BFG against this boss. There's even ammo that spawns on the map, and basically, uh, it, this, this, I don't know, is this boss and the previous boss are just less inventive about dodging and like just, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Like I don't dislike this final boss. It, it took me a couple of times. It's fine, but uh, it just was kind of kind of corny to me. Fighting a big spider boss also I mean, played out. I'm not gonna lie. As you were describing each and every boss, I didn't have a visual recollection of any of them, and every single one seemed like a like six or seven year old's drawing gone wild. You just you described the first one as like this stone dude with laser hands, and I was just thinking of like sw- the thwomp thingy from Mario sixty four with like rockets attached to him. I don't even know. Like- you're, you're actually. I'm gonna post the picture. You're not that far off. You're actually really? not that far off. So, um, what'd you guys think about the ending? So you you kill this spider boss, aka Olivia, and. I mean, I think it's kind of interesting because, like, you kill it with the the takedown of putting the BFG up to its head and sending it away, you know, killing it. All this ammo and stuff that you can presumably pick up happens, and then you get, basically, I think it's called Tethered, and you got brought back into Mars uh, out of hell, and Hayden is talking to you, and then there's the big reveal at the end. How'd you guys feel about that? S. Hayden... Satan? Satan? What? I, that never even occurred to me. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, oh, my God. That's not real. That's pretty real funny. Down, That's not man. real. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> That's fu- man, That's hilarious. Did you read that somewhere? Or did you know? Did you it, catch it? It was on the Giant Bomb Game of the Year thing when they were talking about it. Brad started raving about the naming. <laughs> Oh, I think I, there's another name like that in the game, but I can't think of what it is. Uh. O. Pierce? O. Pierce? No, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's kind of a cool reveal, I guess. Like, I, I, I mean, I guess it's kind of obvious that he's going to kind of, like, you know, backstab you, I guess, at some point. You just don't really know when. So, basically, what happens is... Um, Hayden basically jacks the crucible, that magical blade, from you. And he plans to use it in his research. And basically, he says, despite everything that's happened, Earth is still too desperate for energy to give up. 
and he's like, I can't kill you, but I can't have you uh, interfering with my plans. So he basically traps your body in another sarcophagus type thing and teleports you to an undisclosed location saying that you'll meet again. And then the game cuts to black and then you get the credits. So it basically, it, it leaves on a cliffhanger, uh, because we, I, I, at this point, or I guess in 2016, wasn't there the assumption that they were going to come out with another game after this? Right, Dante? Do you remember? Were or were not? There was. So we, like, or was it just mm. depending on how successful this game did? I'm guess you know, most, most IP, most modern IP or most franchises get sequels nowadays. That's just the way the industry works. So... If this game was successful, there's pretty little doubt that it would get a sequel. Okay. So, it was successful, and it did a, I think, interesting job of setting up the next game. Um, Because I definitely didn't know what was going on. Or, I shouldn't say I didn't know what was going on, but I was just kind of like, damn, how are we going to end like that? You know? Like, in like... This is coming from someone that really wasn't like too into the story. Uh, it, it was interesting, but it was kind of hard to track. And I was just kind of like, damn, I'm ready for some more, you know? And I don't know, did it leave you that way too? I'm definitely down to play some more Doom, that's for sure. Yeah. 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 I think that's a good, a good place to be in, ready to play some more Doom. So that's what they wanted. I know a week, a week and a half ago, I linked to the Doom Eternal announcement trailer or something like that. Did any of you guys check any of that out out of curiosity? Nah. Nope. Okay. I'm a bad person. So, story-wise, I don't really remember too much of what's different, but they do seem to have a couple um, new additions gameplay-wise. And from what I remember, there's like a... It's not a lasso, but it's some type of like hook of sort, almost like Titanfall or whatever, where you can grapple two enemies and kind of like ride your way to them as you shoot and stuff. Hold on, that kind of sound like Bulletstorm a little bit. E- um, I don't really feel as passionately about that <laughs> game as Marcus does. So. I'm sorry you don't like that game, Dante. It's fun, though. No comment. Ugh. <laughs> 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 uh. But yeah, it, it it seems like a Bulletstorm S system where you're like chaining enemies even more so than you already did in this game. So like so. you can like did it? You can pull them to you. You can like launch. Them. I don't know if you can pull them to you, but I know you can like attach to them and pull yourself towards them. Okay. If I remember that correctly. That sounds interesting. I could be down for some some. And it looked. I remember another thing that I noticed in the trailer was um. Seemed like a lot of stuff was catching on fire, so I don't know if this is a gameplay thing they're adding. But it looks like maybe your bullets can have elemental properties and stuff like so that. So that that's something that they mess. I don't. I, they add quote unquote elemental properties to bullets if you level them up, but it's mostly just like this thing will do you know damage to like it will pierce enemies or something like that. So or it would do additional damage over time or something like that. So it is. Nice to or he nice to hear that they're embracing that fully, and you know, adding elemental stuff. 
that was another thing that I wanted to ask you guys is like as I got further and further in this game I saw more and more explosive barrels and I never used explosive barrels in this game <laughs> really I like I I would never like really notice them or it was really like kind of how you were saying with setting up enemies to like kill them like with two shot like a single shotgun shot to you know take enemies out I never could set enemies up by explosive barrels or I didn't notice them until like things had calmed down and like everybody was already dead Normally that was like my intro move if I saw like something lurking towards a explosive I would blow that up first then go about my business. Yeah, kind of the same thing. And, and I get that some of them aren't, like, very easy to spot. Um, but I felt like some of the ones in, like, the earlier levels are pretty easy. I mean, they look like explosive barrels, so it's like, I just kind of, I mean, I figured out that they were explosive just by trying to shoot at them, but, you know, like, I didn't really have an issue with not seeing them. The the ones that look like kind of like la- lanterns, I mean, I guess I could get that those being kind of blending in with the environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, that's what I'm so going to say. Go ahead. I was just going to say I pulled up the wiki just as far as Doom Eternal goes, and as far as the gameplay goes, they say the super shotgun is now equipped with a meat hook, which slingshots the player towards an enemy, functioning as a grappling hook in both combat scenarios and environmental navigation. Armaments, including missiles, grenade launchers, and flamethrowers, can be attached to the Doom Slayer's armor. Um, new movements, such as wall climbing and dash moves, will also be introduced. And another thing it says is... Um, actually, there's two things it says. A new system called Destructible Demons is featured, in which enemies' bodies progressively become destroyed and deteriorated in combat as they suffer damage. Which, I, I think that kind of happened in this game a little bit. And it says the game will also feature an asymmetric multiplayer mode called Invasion, in which players can join other single-player campaigns fighting against them as demons. So that kind of has that Left for Dead element to it. Oh, the versus mode? No, this is just, um, well, actually asymmetric multiplayer mode in which players can join other single-player campaigns, but you can opt out of it. Oh, so it's not manda- it's not mandatory where you have to like have people. Yeah. It's like Demon Souls or Dark Souls, right? Yeah, if you play offline, you wouldn't see any of that stuff, but you can also trigger it in this game. Hmm. So if you wanted to invade somebody, you essentially go to invasion mode, and for anybody that hasn't turned off that feature, you'll get booted into their game pretty much, from what it sounds like. Interesting. Okay. Is that like um? Did what? What did they say that that was coming out? When is that supposed to be coming out? I, I'm pretty sure most people think that's this year. This year. Okay. And so, not to get too into it, because I I don't think any of us really know, but like I had read some theories that instead of this game being a reboot, it was taking place after the events of Doom 1 and 2, um, which are the two, um, I guess, revered Doom games, and, like, there's many references to all three games, to be honest, but, uh, I was looking at some of the theories, and it was saying, like, um, a lot of the codex and the way they have 
things positioned in the in, in the story and environment is that you're under the assumption that your character has been prophesized as being like the there's a figure in this uh in hell that is being revered as like invoking fear in these demons and uh there was a battle many years ago where this one figure came and uh slayed a lot of demons and i think part of the reason it's believed that it's you is because in the beginning your your artifacts are not your artifact but your sarcophagus uh with your body the sarcophagus with your body and your armor is sent back through a portal as an artifact from this hell so like you're kind of seen as like a deity i guess in the in the face of these demons they like fear you and you're basically spiting them slaying them and uh there's a lot of nods and uh references to the previous games in this game so i'm wondering if like technically this is doom 4 but really like because it follows so closely after one and two that it might be like Doom 3, like, they kind of, like, they even mention Doom 3, or, like, mention, or have references to Doom 3 in this game, but I wonder if, like, they're kind of saying, like, Doom 3 is not really canon, and this is, this is, and it's just a fan theory, because it's, there, a lot of people are saying that the, there's not really a storyline that, like, a cohesive storyline that it is creating, so it's a lot of fans drawing these lines and these, these, these theories. That's pretty cool. I don't know. It's just something interesting. It's just something interesting. Because, I mean, like, you, you you, got a lot of the Codex things and read a lot of that, and did that... Was it just flavor text for you, or did it... I don't remember, because I did that on my first playthrough. Oh, but okay. I did look through a little bit of, like, the dossiers and um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like it was pretty well written, so I... I think they take it seriously, and a lot of it is pretty funny from what I remember as well. Yeah, yeah. So, good. A lot of good color writing in it. Do you have you said you had some more questions too, or? I think we've pretty much covered everything. I I couldn't remember if Mister Hayden was still alive or dead at the end of this. He it is. Like he's he kind is. of set up as the main antagonist for the next one. Basically, yeah. He's he's basically. Uh, I, I guess I'm assuming he's going to be the main villain in the next game, but based off how things end, I would assume that. Do you have anything, Greg? I feels It feels very anticlimactic where we're leaving this at, but I don't really know if we have anything else to discuss. No. Like, I really, like, I don't know if... I like this game a lot. Like, <laughs> it's really fun. Um, I don't really... I feel bad. I feel ill ill prepared to talk about the story, even though I experienced this game in its entirety, just because like I didn't play any of the other Doom games and the story was kinda it was kinda hard to pay attention to because there was so much other things that I was like that was drawing in. And even afterwards reading the story beats and everything, just trying to make sure everything matched up in in my head as far as the timeline and everything, and it was just kinda like I just want to keep talking about the combat and how fun that was, you know? 
I feel I feel bad because I feel like we're like nah, like <laughs> we all know like the story isn't like the main point of this game, and it's not like I mean maybe there is some type of deep lore behind Doom, but like I don't I don't think that's vital to anybody's enjoyment of that's um, true. this game. Uh, yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. I usually Brad like I argue just... pretty adamantly about it being best story that year. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm gonna say. I mean, I, I remember I being taken aback at the time about it. That dude stands for every game that he likes, though. Which, That's fair. You know, like, I, I don't blame him. I just remember the great filibuster of freaking... that Minerva's uh, Den versus... Minerva's Den versus Shadow, Shadow Broker. Broker. That's which was, what it was. Oh, my God. But anyways, yeah, Doom oh. is awesome. Uh, this is definitely, like, if we had played this game last year, it would probably it'd probably be in my top top five or six games that we played. I, yeah, I think, same. I think yeah. it would probably be right above Enslaved, to be honest. I'd probably put it either right above or right below where I had Ace Attorney, which was five, I believe. I think that's, that sounds right. That sounds right. But yeah, I, I think this game is great. So, uh, Gameplay-wise, it's definitely one of the most solid choices we've had. Definitely. Ooh. Especially for a shooter, too. It, it does a lot of unique and... I shouldn't say unique, but it does a lot of cool things that are really refreshing to see in a shooter. Some some stuff that you don't see, and it's, it's really fast-paced, and it's really... I'd go as far as saying unique. A lot of stuff. Like, their whole parkour action system they that, have for a yeah, shooter. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, it just doesn't play like anything else on the market right now. That's fair, yeah. I, I was mostly kind of, like, referring to the challenges. That's what I was thinking when I was talking about that. Like, the challenges and the rune stuff. And, like, that stuff you see in other games, but maybe maybe even shooters, too. But, like, that parkour stuff that you were talking about, definitely. The way the collectibles, that freaking, the, the, the nods, the ah, the homages and nods to the previous game with the the secrets in each of those i mean it would just be fun to try to find all those in a level so there, there's a lot in this game you know like i i could easily go back and probably play this game one or two more times to try to get the rest of the collectibles that i missed and try to find all those secret things and like the game is fun enough that i would if i had it's more... definitely one of those infinitely replayable type of definitely shooters. definitely and i don't think any of us touched the multiplayer but i i, I don't I've heard pretty bad. So the multiplayer was made by I don't remember if it's like the Halo Reach team or there's some weird Halo tie-in. Was that 343? I don't think it was 343, but it was the people who designed some Halo's multiplayer, I'd like to say. So eh, you guys keep talking and I'm gonna Well, forget it. Forget their multiplayer. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't play it at all. I don't know if, if uh, maybe Dante tried it at some point. but I had thought about messing with it, but then I also was just like, well, should I? Do I really want to? I just like, I don't know. Like I, I can imagine the people that are still playing a two-year-old game's multiplayer would probably wreck me, and I didn't want those problems, so... I don't think anybody actually played it. Okay. Yeah, I I just remember it being not very popular on All right. launch, and it kind of just went by the wayside. Well, the stuff we played and, was fantastic, and we can vouch for that. How about that? Yeah, fair. <laughs> uh, um, I guess we'll end with that. Do you do you have a question, Dante? 
So, my question this week, um, let's, let's, let's make this decent. Mm. I had it and then I forgot it. I really did. It's all good. It's all good. Okay, okay. If you had to kill an enemy and it had to drop something for you to eat, what would your consumable health item be? Are you sure this is a Doom question and not a Dead Cells question? I mean, they drop health in this game, too. <laughs> well, I think... It's like, so... What would yours be? Can it be something that's cooked, or does it have to be something that you could just eat and... I mean... Could it be like a chicken? <laughs> theoretically, it would, you'd probably want it to be something kind of healthy. Cause, you know, you won't want french fries, even though french fries are one of my favorite foods. It'd be something because, you could eat fast, though, probably. I think. I mean, if Simon Belmont can eat chickens from walls, I think anything's on the table as far as, like, Like, time. Mike Hagar and freaking Cody are just eating chickens out of trash cans? <laughs> I don't exactly. know why I'm leaning towards, like, ham for some reason. I don't I don't know why. <laughs> it always looks advertising in video games. <laughs> yeah. You just knock over a trash can in Final Fight and just have, like, a big spiral ham. You know. So, you... He, He's like, you know what? You saying something small and healthy, Greg's going the other way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I don't care. Delicious. Do, would you would you just rip it off or you would just carry it or <laughs> I mean it just it drops out of the enemy, but it doesn't have any of their entrails or bodily stuff on it. Hmm. It's clean. This is clean eating. Man. <laughs> I'm like leaning towards like some type of bread thing, like a donut. <laughs> I could, I could, I could throw down on some donuts, but on the healthy tip, I'm thinking like maybe like you know a banana. <laughs> That's quick and easy, right? Yeah, a banana's quick. I'll go. I'll go with a a banana. Maybe a granola bar. Wow. Oh, get bougie over here. Okay. <laughs> we talking about the honey and oat? <laughs> you got some peanut butter going on? Some chocolate yeah, chips? Yeah. <laughs> Man, um, maybe some, like a real hearty thing of, no, man, now now you've messed me up, Greg. I was about to say yogurt with oats. <laughs> <laughs> yogurt? Well, you gotta get the spoon. You said a hearty yogurt and yeah. oats? Some har- I mean, that's some gonna Greek fill yogurt. you up. It's, it's nice, it's light on your system. I feel like if I had some yogurt, I could run like 20 miles or something, I don't know. It's... Man, it's completely opposite for me, because I was like, when you said something, you were like, we were saying it has to be quick. I'm thinking like, okay, like a slice of pizza or like a taco or a donut. And then you said it has to be healthy. Then you completely skewed my whole like answer. Well, it doesn't have to be healthy. I'm just, I'm suggesting it probably should be healthy. You don't want to have something that's going to bog you down like a Five Guys burger. All right, then give me a, like a hard shell Taco Bell taco, you know? <laughs> that's that's fair enough. I, I'll throw down some of those. <laughs> Man, this is gonna bug me now. I I had a good answer for it, but now it's all gone. Oh well. All right. Uh, I'm assuming I'll just ask. Do we have any questions, Greg? Uh, no questions this week. But uh, you guys can uh, hit us up at uh, misscheckpoints at gmail dot com or how about ch- some peanut butter and oatmeal? Hey, <laughs> you know what? But then hold up. You gotta you gotta you need fix a the oatmeal. <laughs> You can dip the what? peanut butter sandwich into the oatmeal. <laughs> That's too much work. 
<laughs> it, it comes free equipped. You guys are asking for things that require well with the yogurt. It needs to be in a bowl or container already, and then the oats have to be by in like a baggie or something by itself. Well, like, with the yogurt, then you got to worry about you don't want to leave it out, right? I think maybe so you can't. I, hey, we're in, we're instantly consuming whatever this is. We've I, been I, over the wall chicken. I think I think I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go banana because it comes in its own container. <laughs> I don't have to yeah. worry about leaving anything behind, you know, like or, or anything biodegradable. I see you <laughs> there. You go. or you know what I'm saying after you finish the banana, you got the pill as a weapon if you if you oh, need. Oh, it. there you go, man. Got my Diddy Kong going. Double use, <laughs> man. Let's see. Uh, it keeps giving, keeps giving. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> where can people find you at, Greg? Uh, you guys can hit me up on Twitter at Boombox Hero. Facebook is the same. And uh, on Twitch at twitch.tv slash xdrdmagnegrox. Uh, where can people find you at, Dante? People can find me at twitch.tv slash awakencloud if they haven't already seen me stream nearly 40 hours of Dark Souls over the past week. Okay, okay. Do you guys know if Trevor's been streaming anything? I do not. Oh. Well, rip. But you um, can find him at mixer.com slash lyric unsung. I think that's right. I think he streams on Mixer. I, is I don't... it mixer.com or is it .tv or... Uh, who knows? On Mixer. <laughs> find him on Mixer, yeah. Um, I know he'd been playing that, what's that game he just said that sucked. Or, I'm not sucked, never mind. I don't, never mind, never mind. <laughs> He said he played a game that was disappointing. How about that? But Where I go? I think that it was like a one-player adventure game. You know how Trevor does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I forgot. I, I think he was going to start up another game. Uh, was it was it Dragon Age or what was the game he had up for his randomizer? He was oh Bloodborne. 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 Yeah. I don't know if he's actually going to play that though. What do you think? That should be fun to watch if he does stream it. <laughs> So yeah, That's all I'm gonna say. be on the lookout. Trevor may be playing Bloodborne on on his mixer, uh, and you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at Potato Salad. Uh, be on the lookout for a lot of delicious looking pictures of tacos and. Uh, damn, now I feel bad because I can't think of anything else that they eat. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> racist. <laughs> <laughs> Trace uh, Leche, uh, Leches and uh, Dulce de Leche. The, yeah, you're right. You're right. And then the um, anything else you need help with? Um, tamales and you know uh, some hibiscus drink and some Jamaica drink. So yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be in in Mexico City uh, for a week. So I'm gonna be posting a lot of pictures. If if not, while I'm down there when I get back. So. Um, and also, we will be playing, our next game is my game. Our game for the month of uh, February is Psychonauts. So, were, what's up? Sorry, I'm, maybe I'm jumping the gun, but were we, were we supposed to announce the new games? No, we'll, we'll hold off, we'll hold off. We, we, um, we got to, uh, we were able to choose our next batch of games, but... I figure we'll hold off and announce those maybe on the next episode, since Trevor's okay. not here. Sound good? Yes. Alright, cool. So, yes. Month of February, Psychonauts. That's my game. and That will be the last game in our current batch of games, and then we'll announce uh, upcoming uh, games. Uh, if not 
probably the next episode when we're all here. We'll probably announce it when we're all here. So, uh, with that, do you guys got anything else left you need to add, you need to say? Going once, going twice. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's your choice? I, I think so. Peanut butter and jelly sandwich? I'm it's going safe. with the banana. I would have said hot dog, but that sounds weird. <laughs> you know, I got really throw down some wieners right now. <laughs> I'm really craving some wieners. <laughs> really could use, yeah. Uh, I think Greg, what do you say? Granola bar, or are you going back with the ham? The ham. Uh, Don't let Dante shame you. Live I'm, your life. I'm, I'm gonna stick with the ham. A pretzel that would be pretty good. All right, you know, like a mm, but like a thick pretzel. You, like yeah, a, yeah. By itself though, like don't you need some water with that to wash it down? I mean, you can get some mustard or whatever, like some little dip yeah. sauce. Jeez, man, this monster has all this stuff in him. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, just just give me that banana. You know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good way to end the show. Uh, yeah. So, um, miss checkpoints, and we're out. Peace.